Yep. You're just breathing really heavily into it. Say something. I'm grabbing it. Hello. Mr. Dashman is our brand new guest, but he's a little quiet. It'll fall off the bed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid you're just going to like float backwards and just roll off the bed. I know, right? He's oh already gosh. got such a good bump on his head. I know, but that's normal. It's and the, the scab underneath his nose is gone. You wouldn't know between the Pop-Tart nastiness <laughs> on his face already. <laughs> he just face plants right into the headboard. <laughs> okay, man. What are you doing? You little freak. You little freak. Freaky deek. <gasps> Who's this guy? There's nothing over there. What was that? Nash? It's the only word. Nash, can you repeat yourself? No, you can't. You can't hold the mic. No. Say something. He's like, I just want to drop it. <laughs> okay, welcome back, baby, to another episode of Two Broke Canadians. Sorry for that cute little intro, but we got Nash Man here today. Yes, he's our small little guest, the smallest one we'll have, probably. <laughs> the quiet, the loudest and quietest at the same time. Exactly, right? Uh, yeah, so well, yes. do you want to tell, tell them a story? Tell Did them about when mommy messes up. Yes, oh. but it's your favorite host, Emily. And Morgan. And today we're talking about uh, Parent oh, Trap. Parent Trap, baby. The mistakes I've made. The, the mistakes ones parents have made. Oh, not only that, but even just parenting styles, how we were raised. The environment, the environment we, grew, we, up we grew up in and stuff like that. It's all going to be chitter-chatter today. It's kind of almost like the, like the Parents and Mistakes episode from last year, but it's just a little bit different. Yeah, we go more in depth, I guess, about the mistakes that we think our parents have made or how we've overcome the environment. No, Nash! You do not hit the puppy! Oh, sorry, I'm trying. I'm sorry, he just full on hit my elderly dog. She's so tiny, too. And he's like, like full on smacked her in the butt. I don't know if you'll be able to hear that, but she. Yes, Emily told you no. That's okay. Now he's sad, mad at me. Yeah, we're, we're a little grumpy fart, but that's okay, because he needs to be told no. <laughs> With our three big dogs at home, like, we've got a Rottweiler, a King Shepherd, and then Diesel is our mutt. He's, like, a Rottian Australian Shepherd mix, but mm-hmm. he is the oldest and the noisiest, so he growls at him all the time, and that's his way of setting limits for him. Mm-hmm. But it's it's kind of like terrifying. There's this big old dog growling at this poor little man, but they don't do anything until he like goes to smack them, right? And yeah. then he's like, <sighs> yeah, right. Or coming at just even walking towards him with a toy, right? And he's like, don't touch me with that. Don't yeah. touch me. Don't touch me. Whereas Ruby's so old that she is blind. She's almost she's almost pretty much blind and deaf. So she doesn't really realize when people are walking up on her or something like that. She gets sketched out and scared really easily. So she definitely didn't see or notice that the smack was coming to the booty. She kind of literally just got up and left. Exactly. She was like, (laughs) hard no. I'm leaving. (laughs) I am not pleased with this. (laughs) But whereabouts did you grow up? What environment would you say that you were in? Oh my god. I grew up... So... I'm one of those 
kids where I grew up with two parents, but I only grew up with one mom, like with one parent at home. Yes, because your dad traveled a lot. Yeah, my dad was a long haul truck driver pretty much till I was 17 years old. My dad was always on the road every week. I only saw him on weekends. I'd call him during the week. That's the only time. So my mom was our pretty much our sole caregiver during the week. Makes sense. And if you guys don't remember, um, my, from the... And also you've got three... No. Or you've got one sister and an older sister that you don't really see much. Yeah. And Brittany. Yeah. It was just the three of us at the farmhouse. Three women. Just the three women at the farmhouse. That was it. And, like, my mom isn't... My mom's not going outside. She's not going outside to check fences. She's not going outside to do all that stuff. My sister... The odd time, but it was mostly me doing that stuff, like going out and checking things and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, it was just the three of us. My dad would come home on the weekends, and it was very, like, my mom, like I said, if you don't remember it from the last episode, my mom, not last episode, the last time we talked about parents and mistakes or whatnot, um, my mom suffers from OCD and depression. Mm-hmm. So, and during that time, with two kids in school who both have learning disabilities, and not only that, but her having to try and help these kids in school, plus trying to go to work every day, and I'm absolutely whatnot. terrified to do that with that. <laughs> she was... It was a lot for her. Overwhelming. It was overwhelming, and it definitely didn't help with no, my dad not being there, to help parent, especially yeah. in our adolescence and our youth. Yeah. And it was definitely a lot because we both had learning disabilities and she didn't really know. Did you really? She kind of really relied on the, like, the Catholic education system to kind of help us during the weeks because she's like, I, I can only do so much as a parent at home, you know what I mean? Like, I only know so, so much. much. And my mom didn't react in the greatest ways. My mom would yell at us. <laughs> we would cry. She would, you know, she was physically abusive. My mom's great now. Love her to death. She's an amazing woman now. She's definitely, like, got the help she needed. And my dad's home now. And, you know, she looks after Things our... Changed. Yeah, she's changed. Everyone Did you changed. guys listen to your dad very much when he came home on the weekends? Was he, like, at all an authority figure to you? My dad, he was, but he also, like, I don't want to say he wasn't. Because my dad, I just hit him with the pillow, so he thinks it's funny now. Okay. <laughs> and I also hit the dog with it. But my dad, he was very much like whatever my mom said. He kind of always had our backs. Tickle tickle. Because he knew the way our mother was. Yeah. But he also he there was times there was times where he's like, no, your mom's right. Oh god, uh, Rosie took it. Under where'd the bed. she go? She took it under the bed. All gone. So. She left. My dad would sometimes, yes, he would be with us. And he would, like, agree with my mom and be like, no, that's not okay. But my dad wasn't very one to get mad or raise his voice. It yeah. was very much my mom. Like, I could listen to a woman screaming in front of my face for, like, literally spitting at me. And I would be staring blankly at her. And, and just be like, you want to just, like, F off? That'd be great. Stop turning it on. Then. Do you have words to say, Nash? Tell us. Talk to us. We're intrigued. We want to know. 
How were you raised, little boy? He doesn't even know. At 18 months. <laughs> well off with three dogs yeah. <laughs> and siblings. So we'll but see how that goes. You, how were you raised? Like your, envi- like your environment growing up. You both had parents. Yes, I had both of my parents in the house. I've got one sibling, my brother, who's four years older than me. My parents definitely were hoping for a second boy. <laughs> like 1,000% were waiting on a second boy. It was almost as if they had been told they were getting a boy. And surprise, I was a girl. <laughs> I don't know if they actually found out or not if they were or not. But either way, both of my parents tried to be authority figures. Mm-hmm. But... It was more intimidating from my father, just I think because of the like the masculinity, but also because when my dad would drink, he would get louder than everybody else, right? Yeah. I can handle somebody drunkenly yelling in my face for 20 minutes and not even acknowledge their existence, mm-hmm. but the second that my mom turns to me and is like, I'm very disappointed in what you just did or how you handled that or anything like that. It's the silent authority. He legit turned on the TV. I just turned it off, so you're probably turning it on. Nope, we're good. (laughs) You little psycho. Give him the Xbox controller. He can play with that. Ah, there we go. That's a better one, buddy. Yeah. Look at the colors on you it. You can turn too. that on and off and it won't do anything. Especially with the TV remote. <laughs> but yeah, we lived in like a little subdivision y area. So we had like neighbors, but we had like neighbors on top of neighbors on top of neighbors who would also drink with my family. So it was like we were being raised in our house by our parents. But the second we went outside, we were also being raised by everybody else's parents mm-hmm. too. So I always think of myself as like, I have more than one set of parents because my parents, I don't want to say that they didn't do their job very well, (laughs) but in a way they were overwhelmed and wasn't expecting me in a way that I'm so in your face and everything. Whereas my brother is very much like Nash. He's very soft-spoken he wasn't in your face about everything whereas the second I woke up to the second I was going to sleep there was no shutting me up yeah (laughs) my mom put me in a different like put us in uh French immersion growing up I took very well to it but my brother didn't so there was a lot more attention on my brother because he needed the help to get through French immersion and then once he was out yeah. of that schooling, he took, like, stopped going through French immersion, and he didn't do too terribly, but, like, my brother was, like, a straight-A student until yeah. I got into school, and yeah. then he was, like, this stupid little bitch, get, get the fuck out of here, right? <laughs> I remember I got him suspended the one time because it was in the middle of winter, and him and his friends were playing, like, a snowball fight or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was running over to go play on the swings, so I happened to be running through where they were playing. Yeah. And I got smoked with an ice ball. (laughs) So I had a bloody nose, and I was crying, and my brother was like, why did you tell on me? I was like, I didn't even tell on you. The person that was outside saw you hit me. It wasn't me. Yeah, it was, like, I didn't do that. Yeah. I didn't tell on you, you big doink. Mm Mm-hmm. 
But I want to say my parents, my family, my parents' parenting style was very much like our house, our rules, we're the parent, we're not your friends. Yeah, okay, mine was opposite. My parents tried to be our friends too much. Yeah. Like the second I was 15, my dad took me on a daddy-daughter trip to North Bay. We've got a hunting camp up in North Bay. And, like, I drank with him from the time we got there to the time we were going home. Plop! So, he just tried to be my friend, and I had a school assignment that I don't even think I got done because I was there hanging out with my dad. Sorry, Nash is having, like, a little fit. What do you want? You want down? What now? What now? I don't have many things in my room, but there's now a car and a hippo that he can play with. Thank goodness, because he can be a whiner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah, your parents were very much, they wanted to be your friends. My parents were like, no, we're this. not your friends. Like, they were also just really strict. Like, I wasn't allowed to go to sleepovers. I wasn't allowed to have Facebook. I wasn't allowed to have, like, any of those things growing up. MSN, like, none of that stuff. But I I was the first kid in my class to get myself a cell phone. I wasn't the first person to get a cell phone in my class, but I was probably one of the top people to get a cell phone in my class because I had to work to get the money to do it myself. Yeah. Because my parents weren't going to pay for jack shit. <laughs> they weren't paying for jack shit. Okay, fair. Fair. That's fair. We just didn't have the money to do stuff well, like that. My parents, they only gave us one cell phone that me and my sister had to share. Oh, God. And the only reason we got a cell phone was because my brother-in-law worked for BlackBerry. So every oh. time they came out with a new phone, he gave us his old phone. Whoa. So the first time Fancy. they came out with the new BlackBerry and he worked there, he gave us the old BlackBerry. Yeah. It was a red BlackBerry, like the slim one with the ball in the middle. And I then, never understood the ball. I never understood I the fascination either. with the I ball. loved it. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> it broke. It eventually broke and you had to use the keys to move around on the on the screen. <laughs> oh, that would be a pain in the butt, but that's what I had to do on the And mine then anyways. eventually when another BlackBerry came out, my sister got the next phone that he gave down. She got it and then I kept the the red one. Yeah, so you didn't and have to share. And then we'd pass long. on kind of like that. And then eventually for Christmas, when we were in high school, I think going in, when I was going into grade nine, they got us Blackberry, like both each our own Blackberries. Your own fancy. Yeah, with like, it was, it wasn't the ball, it was the trackpad in the middle. Yeah. And it was still slim. She got a white one, I got a black one. Yeah. Yeah. But... They, that was, like, the only time, like, our parents bought a cell phone for us. The only other time someone bought a cell phone was for, for me was my sister bought me an iPhone for my birthday because, I like, everyone had iPhones and I still had my shitty little BlackBerry <gasps> that was, like, dying and broken. And she's like, girl, this is sad. <laughs> Didn't have a job because I still lived on the farm and, like, couldn't get one in town because I lived so far away and I couldn't drive anywhere. My parents, my dad was on the road and my mom was like, fuck you, I'm not driving you. <laughs> my mom... <laughs> Agreed to buy my first, like, 
time card for my cell phone if I got the cell phone. Yeah. So I remember going into the Lindsay Mall and getting my own full black flip phone. <laughs> I was so excited. It had its own like passcode to open it so my parents couldn't get it in it, like the whole nine. Yeah. I had to go to the max convenience every single time and buy buy a card to put on it and then you call it and you have to type in this like 24 digit pin to get your 15 minutes of time or texting and whatever the time if you fucked that up (laughs) oh my god it took forever to add those things it was so stupid i actually also lied the first cell phone that we ever got was a motorola phone it was a motorola brick flip phone a flip phone yeah that shit was indestructible i remember me and my friends throwing that thing at the wall oh the yeah brick wall at the school and that thing would not shatter yeah man i passed my cell phone on to my mom afterwards and i was like i beat the shit out of that thing how i remember was, drowning how in the toilet at school alive. <laughs> i remember drowning That's in the toilet at school i didn't manage it still fucking do. worked yeah. And it was indestructible. Yeah. Phones need to be like that. And now they're not like that. No. Like, I was so worried about going back to an iPhone because I wasn't iPhone for the last, like, four years. Because the last time I got an iPhone, the sound went on it and I couldn't take phone calls. And I'd only had the thing for, like, eight months. Yeah. And then I had to bitch through it to get to the end of my goddamn contract oh, on yeah, a shit that's phone that's i was annoying. like this is a pain yeah so that happened and then i think the next iphone i got the whole screen shattered and i was like dude wasn't having very much luck so that's why i switched but yeah. that's also why i got a really good like half decent case for this piece of (laughs) for this thing yeah because i fucking drop it and nash will grab it and whip it honestly the case that i have like i should i don't have a glass protector on the front of it you don't hear him because uh we switched location daddy's upstairs taking care of him now (laughs) yeah nash decided to just be a little a little extra today yeah all day no nappage no nappage So. so a little extra tired little extra sassy but that's okay (laughs) (laughs) but like i grew up with like with some friends like i had grew up with friends who did let their like their parents let them go to sleepovers and stuff like that like the first sleepover i got invited to insane to to me that you weren't allowed to go to sleepovers i was allowed to go to sleepovers from the time i was in well like we did sleepovers and stuff with my nanny Mm -hmm. and like my nanny and my aunts and uncles that doesn't count but then I my did that. first that count. friend sleepover was probably with the other Morgan in grade one. So I would have been... Grade one? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> like, you think my mom would let me she go didn't live. One? She didn't live that far from me. And my parents got to know her parents relatively quickly. See... Yeah, no, my first sleepover was, I was in grade eight, and these two girls that I was, like, kind of friends with, like, let's be honest, no one Had your sister ever been on sleepovers? By that time? By that time, yeah. Yeah. Because she was in high school at that time. So my parents had let her go to sleepovers. Okay. I was like, you're not allowed. So the first sleepover, like, it was for, like, she wasn't allowed to go to a sleepover till, because she had her first boyfriend in grade seven. Or grade eight. Like, her first serious boyfriend. Yeah. So, my parents were like, okay, like, you can go stay over at his place. He can stay here, but you're not allowed to sleep in the same room. 
Oh, yeah. Concept. And that's always been the, the rule. Oh, yeah. That and was the same in my my parents. Even house. still, I'm 20 fucking four and it's still the same rule. So. <laughs> Travis was the, old, the only exception to the rule for my parents. No one's an exception. I don't know Not why even Travis no. was an exception <laughs> to the rule, whether my parents have, like, just been able to see through everybody else or something. Yeah. But, like, for some reason, they let Travis stay and in the same room with me. Woo! When I now told we have my a mom. baby. <laughs> That's yeah, so what my mom's worried about. Him. I'm like, Mama, if it's a girl, what you got to worry about? Anyway, <laughs> so um, it was, yeah, so I remember telling my mom about it. And on the way to the sleepover, my mother, fucking ruthless, this woman said to me, looks me in the rearview mirror. Or I was sitting in the front seat. I can't remember. One of the two. I was either she either looked at me or she looked in the rearview mirror. I can't remember. And she said, are you sure you were invited to this sleepover? <laughs> because it's not like you have really friends. Oh, at thanks, that school. mom. Like, they're not really your friends, Emily. And I was like, y- yeah. Like, I double guessed myself. And I was like, was I really invited? Like, am I actually, like, is this like a prank? Like, maybe they're just bullying me. Like, maybe this is all a ploy. That's Anyways, so sad. So, yeah, because I got bullied in elementary school. Nobody liked me. No, oh, that's sad. That's why I only have, like, two friends. <laughs> I... That's a lie. I have, like, a small group. had a good group of friends. I have a small group. Ooh. Not friends with any of the girls I went to high school with. I feel like my class was relatively, like, it was relatively big, but it was so small at the same time in French immersion because, like, in kindergarten, in, I want to say in kindergarten, we did half days or every other day. I think we did other every other day when I was going to kindergarten. And you had, like, this whole group in kindergarten. I remember it as being this whole thing when we went to grade one that we were all going to meet each other. Yeah. Because we were on the opposite days for an entire year. And there was a big, like, amp up. Like, you saw their names in the cubby holes and but everything. you never see but who they never are. never knew who they were. And my big thing was there was another Morgan. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell? I need to know who this is. Yeah, that was the same for me. I think there was another Emily in the grade above me. Yeah. Yeah. And then I met her on the school bus on the, the, on the ride in. So yeah. it was kismet. It was great. I never know. You know, the funny thing was the girl that invited, one of the girls that invited me to the sleepover, I still kind of talk to her from time to time now, like we'll hang out because her and Phoebe are friends. So like, I'll see her from time to time. Like we've known each other for, since we went to preschool. Yeah. We've known each other for a very Mm -hmm. long time. Um, But the first time we rekindled after like preschool and could remember each other was when she was, she had switched schools and started going or she was going we were on the same bus sorry we were on the same bus but she went to a different school yeah and then she switched schools and came to our school oh, but then like okay. she never became like she kind of because she kind of was like oh you're kind of a loser here oh <laughs> <laughs> sorry other emily <laughs> you Not don't emily, know this was the girl that i was friends with oh okay sorry yeah. i thought you were saying no this the is the girl that i was friends with that invited me to the sleepover oh yes yes yes. so yeah she was like when she kind of realized she's like because i was like i'm a cool like when you meet me you're like oh you're pretty cool but when you realize i'm not really like i don't have like a lot of friends people are, she was kind of like oh you're kind of like a loser you're, like people kind of make fun of you here <laughs> i was like yeah it's kind of like it's good it's, it's one, or, one or the I other 
laugh in my vein. I just Fine. laugh it off. <laughs> pretty much. I, I pretend like it doesn't hurt. I pretty much did. Or I'd bitch people out and I'd get in trouble and be sent to the principal's office because I was cussing at people in class. So, <laughs> anyways, thanks, mom. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, oh, so. God. No, I'm just kidding. But um, yeah, so. I feel like we I became friends on like Morgan on the, yeah, like a on the bus and then she became the school and then we went to the same high school and then she tr- changed high school. But we were never, we didn't talk to each other in high school. We yeah. kind of once high, after high school, like once she came to like our elementary school, like that's when she was like, okay, peace. You're not, I guess, the school I thought you were. Oh, sad. Yeah. But like everyone grows and so she's like different now. So like we still talk, but she's, she's still the same, still the same girl. I'm going to call her Stacy. She's still the same Stacy. <laughs> she's still the same old Stacy. Gotta love her. Good old Stacy. She's just, yeah, she's just one of those people where she's like, yeah, she's not really reliable, but she can be reliable, but not like. Depends on what mood she's in. Yeah, you know what I mean? And or like, what's going on in her yeah, life. Yeah, she's kind of like there, but not always there. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. And she'll cuss you out, but then she'll tell you she loves you. So, you know, she's one of the, she's what? just Stacy. <laughs> just, just Stacy. No, I feel like I used Morgan Muse as a shield for, like, most of my time in elementary school because her parents were normal. Mm -hmm. And I saw that from a very young age because we were, I was going to her house for sleepovers. She was going to my house for sleepovers. Mm -hmm. We could get away with, like, everything and anything in my house. And she wishes she had that so bad. Uh And when I'd go to her house and we're, and, like, we're... Um, I don't know. Her mom was just so strict. I don't even know how to describe it. Like my mother? (laughs) Yeah, like uh, very loud and in your face about it Mm -hmm. and like... Or my mother used to be. She's not her and her Her and her dad were like hardly talked. So it was like this weird tension in Mm -hmm. the house at the same time, all the time. They eventually got divorced and it was like this big thing for a long time. But... Like, I don't know, it was very different households. Yeah. So I always, like, hid behind Morgan and just kind of pretended, like, that was also what my house was like and hardly had mm-hmm. anybody actually come over to my house. Yeah. Even I remember my first boyfriend. I don't think he ever came to my house once. hmm Yeah, I don't think in the year and a half that I dated him. Like, my mom would pick me up from his house because he lived right down the road from the high school. Yeah. My mom would be like, I'll meet you at the high school. (laughs) That's what my mom... Oh, no, my mom said the the exact same thing. I'll meet you at the high school. I didn't even tell... I hardly would ever tell her that we were down at Cody's house. Yeah. Like, sometimes I would, but it would depend. Yeah. On the day. Like... She, he also wasn't a good influence that I wasn't supposed to be around him. I don't want to say strict parents make sneaky kids... But they do. <laughs> well, no, my In parents... In a way, they do. Well, I guess they were strict to a point. Like, they always said you can go out and drink and, like, whatever, but call me if you're in a bad spot. And, like, yeah. we're not going to knowingly let you go out and party and all that kind of stuff. So I'd still have to do it behind their back. So yeah. Way. But also, I wasn't going to call them. But you could call them. them if... Yeah. No, I wasn't going to call them because they were also drinking. So they were. It's not like they were going to be able to come they and pick me up. They were a reliable source, but I knew I could call them if I needed to talk to somebody. Exactly. Yeah, I knew I could call them if I needed to talk, but not if I actually needed something. See, yeah. So, okay, my... wait. That's for my dad mainly. <laughs> Just like for 
I don't my know. parents, it was it's very, so, it's so, they were so, I don't want to say like, yeah, strict parents make sneaky kids, but, but because of the way my parents decided and how they decided to introduce us to things at the time they decided to introduce us to them. Sleepovers. Should have been introduced to those long time ago. Yeah, way before grade eight. Way before grade eight. Sleepovers should have been happening when you're in like second grade. Yeah. Third grade. You know what I mean? And another thing was my parents were very strict on like the no boys in the bed or no boys in your room. No, like nothing like that. Like no hanky panky. Made my sister want to go around and sneak around that way made me want to go around and sneak around that way because it's just like you're telling us not to i think that's gonna happen either way yeah but it's like my parents never thought like my sister i can't speak for my sister but for myself i would not have that disrespect to sleep with my my partner in the house with my parents there i don't care if we're married i don't care for whatever if my parents are there we're not doing it yeah, and you're also directly below res- them in I your have, house, too. Well, no, yeah, but I wasn't always. <laughs> and our bedrooms, even at my parents' house, were directly across the hall. My parents' rooms, my room was, like, we shared a wall. Yeah, if my parents were in the house, there was no Whereas way my sister, anything was happening. My sister was in the basement. She was, because we had a back split, so she yeah. was technically, like, three floors below them. Oh. <laughs> so she could do what, she could fucking have a rager down there and <laughs> no one would know. <laughs> you know? So... It was very, like, my sister got away, like, I felt like my sister got away with a lot of shit because she had the same boyfriend for a long time, so my parents kind of had to get more lenient that way, where yeah. I pushed the boundaries the other way. Yeah. I went out to party. I went out to drink. I was the one doing drugs because my parents were like, no, you're going to, like, yeah, you can go at your friends, but you're not taking my car. No, you're not going to do this. No, you're not going to do that. Or... I think it's a second child kind of thing also. Yeah. Because, like, if you're seeing your older sibling doing these things, there's no way you're not going to find a way to do it at the same time that they're doing it, Mm -hmm. even while you're younger. Mm Mm-hmm. Or at least by the time you're the same age as them. Yeah. In a way. Like... So, like... Yeah, taking the car out to go and see your boyfriend if they're telling you no, but she has a more reliable boyfriend and they're saying yes to that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. no, that is the, that is the prime example. That's pretty much what they would do. Of, like, that's not, and my parents did the exact same thing, but yeah. boys were, were, they used to use boy over girl as an excuse. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, just because I'm not a boy doesn't mean I can't do these things. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? My brother was allowed to go and ride four-wheelers and dirt bikes. Like, we own a, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a a dealership and a mechanic shop where we're working on these all of the time. And my dad didn't have the time or patience to, like, show me yeah. how to ride or, like, how to do these things. But my mm-hmm. brother did. So I wanted to do it at the same time that he was doing it. So the fact that my parents were trying to pull me away from that because I was a girl drove me insane to the point where I just went riding with, like, friends down the road Mm -hmm. and ended up, like, hiding road rash. Like, at one point I had road rash from, like, knee to shoulder Mm -hmm. on one side and completely hit it. My (laughs) parents were strict when it came to, like, the social aspect, but when it came to anything, like in the house like other than like the house rules pretty much like 
My mom would be like, I, like, I'd be like, oh, I'm going out for a bike ride. I'd go out for a bike ride. And like, I was the only house on my road. And my road was like 10 kilometers long. And it was from my house, it was two kilometers one way to the yeah. end of the road. So I would bike, I would take my bike and bike those two kilometers. <laughs> yeah. It's probably a little bit more than that, to be honest. But I'd bike it and I'd meet up with my friends who'd also bike because we, I was like, we were having a little triangle. Gang. So we'd meet up or whatever, right? But then like... We'd go out and play the in the fields. Gangs. We'd go out next door where the to the old wrecking yard before Carlos, like, our, my, like, non-related uncle bought it. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever, right? So he, yeah, we'd always go over to the old wrecking yard and, like, wander around. My mom didn't give a shit where we were on the property. As long as you were on the property. She didn't care. We had 158 acres. Go fucking nuts. I don't give a shit. I ain't coming out there to save you. Wait, wait till fucking Saturday till your dad gets home. See, that is legitimately <laughs> the dream to just be able to send your children outside and be like, stay on the property. It's literally. And there the was the cows dream. out there, so we just fuck around with the cows. Wait till the bull came around. See if we could. Depending on, because sometimes the bull it depended on his mood. He had mood swings. Sometimes he'd be nice. Sometimes he was an asshole. and you didn't know until it was too late yeah so like i grew up on a farm okay guys like i'm one of those people where like i like to be outside but like that didn't grow up on the farm my that was like that was the area i grew up in i grew up like fucking either you grew up in the farm or you grew up in the small town of lakefield that was it you were on the outskirts you were the duro lakefield warsaw sometimes because some warsaw kids actually no warsaw kids went to duro so you're either outskirts of Lakefield, Buckhorn, or Duro. Yeah, over in that area. Yeah. My school was from anywhere in the city of Cortha Lakes. I mean, Pontypool, Kirkfield, Woodville, yeah. Sutherland. It's all country land. Literally <laughs> everywhere. If you were in Lindsay, you still went to that school, but you had to be yeah. opting for But Lindsay French had version. multiple elementary schools. Oh, yeah. Lakefield only had two. Yeah. A Catholic well, and a public. Where I, where I lived, I would have gone to Dunsford Elementary School. Yeah. And that's where all of the people around me went to school, but me and my brother went to... The city. We went to the city to get... <laughs> we took two buses to get to school every day. Yeah, you it went to the... It took an hour yeah, and you took, you went to, to get the, to You went school. to the city. It was... Hard. That's sad to say, but you went to the city to go to school. <laughs> and you know what's crazy? I think in my mind, and <sighs> some of the things have like built, they build you, right? Mm-hmm. You look at like the school system that you were went through, it builds you. The parenting styles, whether they were authoritative, if they were dismissive, if they were whatever strict or if they were your friends it builds who you are all of these things structures you yeah but like oh where was i going with that i don't know (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh i do that too often it structures you but it doesn't define you no it doesn't but getting through like uh, we went like travis's parents moved out of like the city of Ajax to come to Little Britain fuck, fuck and, the, nowhere. and the Kortha Lakes to put their kid to school because the school was directly beside their, their house so that he wouldn't have to be on the bus. And I'm like, I went on the bus from the time I was in kindergarten all the way to grade 12. Like it was foreign to me when I went to high school or when I went to college and I was driving. Yeah. 
I wasn't taking a bus. I was driving. I... But, like, I don't understand what the thought process was. Like, at the time, when when they told me this, I didn't understand the thought process of being, like, protecting your child from going on the bus. Well, in the city of Ajax, I can understand that. (laughs) Exactly. But out here in the city of Kawartha Lake, so it's like, nothing goes wrong out here. Oh, what's going to happen? But then I'm like, but then I look back at my childhood and I was like, wait... I wish I hadn't been protected from the kids on the bus. <laughs> yeah, guys whip their dicks out. <laughs> okay, yeah, okay. No, I think I've explained, I think I've explained my bus situation. Bus. Girl, I think I've explained the bus situation. Our school, our small, our small ass town, we had the Elwood Hamilton bus lines. Mm-hmm. That was it. The only bus line in town. They had about a fleet of fifty buses. That's it. That's and, small. Hmm? That is small. Fleet of about 50 <laughs> buses, okay? Not even. And so those buses would pick up the cap- the elementary public school kids. Sorry, thirsty. The Catholic elementary school kids and the high schoolers. All on one bus. That was the buses that I took. So yeah. high school kids are whipping their dicks out. <laughs> the Catholic kids are praying and covering their eyes. And the public school kids, elementary kids, are cussing in the front seat. It was a fucking shit show on the bus, okay? But I do not regret any of those See, experiences. Yeah. I had to I get... saw my first wiener when I was 13. <laughs> Dude, I saw my first wiener way before 13. I want to say I was like... Well, okay, I had brothers. I had a brother. I didn't have brothers. But I mean, like, other than my family, I saw a wiener at, like, age 8 on the school bus. <laughs> no, because they, so- they put us by a, like, 8 grade on the bus. Oh, they did not do that with us. Holy jeez. Yeah. I'm sitting at the back with the grade 12s. And I was like... Well, if you became friends... If, you if were I was in friends the, with them. If you were in grade... Because the middle school kids... Because the high school did middle school too for the public school. So it did eight, seven, eight, nine through... So it did and seven through 12. trust me, my entire life I always was like, you're the big dog. I'm going to make friends with you. Yeah. So I sat with the grade 12 kids. Yeah, I would do... My sister was two years older than me. So she would sit back there. So I was like... Hello. Let me in here. And, like, she hated it. They love me. (laughs) That's the thing. I was always the cool one. And then when people saw me in school, they're like, at another school, they're like, oh, you're kind of a loser. (laughs) I was like, I know. I'm sorry. I'm a loser at home, too. I'm a loser loser at home, too. It's fine. Um, (laughs) But, yeah. Uh, But I remember pulling crazy shit on my parents. I remember making up the stupidest lies. The stupidest lies. The pointless lies. The pointless lies. Like. The ones that they believed. But like, did they really believe them is the question. Oh, hell no. My mom knew both. (laughs) My mom said, my mom always told me there's more shit coming out of your mouth than your asshole, baby. (laughs) (laughs) So true. (laughs) Like my grandfather told me that too. He'd be like, you know, you're talking a lot of shit for somebody who had not take one today. I've heard that one. My daddy used to use that one. Yeah, so, I don't know. It's different parenting styles, but, like, some of the mistakes, I, yeah, like we said, we... we Definitely can, sleepovers a heck of a lot earlier. But, again, we it's the things that we grow from, too. But, like... I would have had friends but if I like, went to sleepovers. Why, yeah, why are you holding me back from that, Ma? 
I know, and she <laughs> offered, the amount of times my mom offered to change me schools, because she worked in Peterborough, and she would drive me to school every single day, and I said no, but she wanted me to go, because listen to this, there was St. Paul's Lakefield and St. Paul's Peterborough, she's like, you can go to St. Paul's and Peterborough. I was like, why would I want to go to the same school in Peterborough, it's just going to be the same experience. <laughs> Different people. No. Catholic bitches, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I was friends with all the public kids for a reason. <laughs> reason. I'm a public school girl. <laughs> Smoking pot behind the school in between the sheds. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know, man. If I if I went back, if the things that I change versus wouldn't change, I think the school bus thing would be one of them. Now that I think about it, I wouldn't. Best experiences of my life. <laughs> my bus driver was fucking. Well, shit. it was because of the older, the older kids on the bus that like royally traumatized all of us in a way. Traumatized you or mm. experienced you in life? Mm-mm. No, straight <laughs> up traumatized. <laughs> like the these were horrible people. <laughs> but like, yeah, I think I'd change that maybe. But my mom. My mom, f- uh, yeah, I guess she fought for the wrong things in a way because she fought for, like, the school bus drop-off to be closer to home. Yeah. Which, in a way, I guess it did make sense because my brother was four years older and he was going to be starting on a different school bus. Mm. So, well, you used to have, like, the the uh, Kawartha Lakes busing rule back then used to be... That if your bus stop was more than or less than a kilometer away, that they will not move it. So our bus stop was 0.99 and it was at the top of a hill at an intersection. Mm -hmm. And their argument was in the winter, the bus wouldn't be able to get back up the hill. Well, neither would anybody else. (laughs) How do you think I'm going to be able to walk? (laughs) Yeah, so. Think there's a waiting for me at the bottom? Excuse me? You think there's a helicopter just going to propel me home? (laughs) My mom's like, so you're telling me you want me to send my, at the time, like. Two kids. No, I was in grade three and my brother was going to be going to a different school. Oh, you want me to send my four-year-old. Grade four, five. Six, Six, seven-year-old. You want me to send my seven-year-old for a .99 of a kilometer walk every morning and then send her on one on the way home? In the winter. Yeah. With the ice. You think that she's going to go to the bus? She's going to make her own school in an igloo. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to teach herself Which, not going to lie, I remember being very young and running away from home Mm -hmm. and i legit like ran down the road went down over to the next subdivision hitting the ditch in um and like i say subdivision but it's not really like a subdivision it's subdivision on the water yeah so you go down and there's like a cul-de-sac um there's like five cul-de-sacs kind of way so there's there's one street and then there's two on this side and then there's one up higher kind of thing and we were on their individual cul-de-sacs we were on the one that didn't actually touch the water Mm -hmm. so we would go for bike rides all the time yeah down the one and i remember like there were um these old boat houses Mm -hmm. that we used to call and pretend that were like haunted and all this stuff down Mm -hmm. down that road but i remember running away from home Mm -hmm. and like hiding out in a boathouse for fucking hours like 
hours. Yeah. And my parents never came look for me. <laughs> they were like, we know she's coming back. <laughs> we'll sister, wait for it to get dark. <laughs> my sister tried to run away from home and she ran down the road. I swear up it the wasn't hill. gone more than six hours, though. <laughs> <laughs> my sister did that, but she ran down the road up the hill and decided to hide and decided to dip into the ditch. <laughs> Don't know why. <laughs> Don't know why. Can't see me down here. <laughs> so my dad decided to. So my, my, my mom was like, I'm not fucking going after her. I'm fucking stay out there all damn day. Fucking night. I don't give a shit. Uh, fucking die out there. <laughs> pretty much. I don't fucking care. I don't give no shits. <laughs> pretty much. And so then my dad hopped in the van, drove up the hill, saw my sister's little fucking head, pumped around thing, got her in the car and took her to Tim's. I was like, what the fuck? Why don't get this shit? <laughs> we have to go here shortly, though, folks, because Nashman's going to be going oh, to yeah. bed again. He's ruining my life. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love him with my whole life. I know I complain about him a lot on here, but it's yeah. just because I need to vent. We'll have to do another parent trap. Yeah, we'll have to double down. Ooh. Ooh. Part two next week? Part two. Mm. All right. We'll be smart. Be, be safe. safe. And don't make any stupid decisions. Love you. Bye. Bye.